Wow, there is so many people in this room today, and that's really good. And, um, you know, many of us, you're regular attenders of this church, and some of you may be coming occasionally. Some of you, you might think it's a carol service, and it's just a, an annual thing that you do. And some of you might be thinking, what am I doing here this morning? Um, who, who's, this, who's this guy up here? What's he going to say? Um, and... But it's been amazing what's happened so far in our service. I love all the items, the kids, the young people, happy days. And we are family. That, that's, that's what we are. This is, this is a church. This is a family. And, and ultimately, we believe in God. We believe um, in the person of Jesus. We believe that he came. Um, we believe that he lived on earth. Uh, the Bible says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We believe that Jesus dwelt among us. We believe that Jesus went to the cross for us, for taking on all our wrong that we have done. We're not perfect. We get things wrong. And um, the Bible says that there had to be a penalty for all the wrong that we've done, and and that penalty is death. And so Jesus went to the cross for us. He came. It started here in a manger, in a feeding trough. Not the most pleasant starts to life on earth. And he fulfilled his mission on the cross. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This year, we may have faced some bad news. We may have faced some sad news. We've joined together as a nation of facing a crisis once again of cost of living, and we're going through that. Across the world, we've seen um, war break out across the nation of Ukraine. We've all grieved together with the passing of our late Queen Elizabeth II. And once again, we've gone through hearing sad news, going through bad news. But I'm here today to remind you of some good news. There is good news today. And there are always will be good news. There's been lots of different passages being read out this morning. And there was a verse read out earlier where the angel came to the shepherds. And if an angel's coming right in front of you, you are going to be afraid, you know, thinking, what are you? You know, um, but she said, do not be afraid, for I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all. Good news for great joy for everybody. There is good news for each and every one of us this morning. And uh, it all involves around a child, Jesus Christ. And over the past few weeks, um, our church have been going through a series focusing on his name shall be. And you might have seen one of these postcards. And over the past couple of weeks, uh, we've had uh, Pastor Andy, our lead pastor, and Phoebe last week unpacking a few things around wonderful counselor, mighty God. And I'm here today to tell you that he will be called Everlasting Father. His name shall be Everlasting Father. 
He is with you always. That does not change. God is always with you. And in this passage where in Isaiah 9 where it's revealed of his name, it's revealed in, in one of the most darkest of days. It was known as the Assyrian crisis. As the Assyrians are taking over the land of Judah and the, the tribes of Zebulun and Naphtali are under attack. And they are literally under, facing a lot of trouble, or facing a lot of darkness. They're in distress, they're in fear. But then Isaiah, and that close, there's a picture that closes there in Isaiah chapter 8 of, of darkness. But Isaiah chapter 9 begins with words of hope. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. The people who are walking in darkness have seen a great light. The people who are living in the shadow of death a light has dawned, and that light has a name, and it is the name Jesus Christ. Christ is born for us, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Life is not easy. We do face a lot of sad and bad news, as I've mentioned but as followers of Jesus, we do not give up praising him. As followers of Jesus, we do not give up reading the word. As followers of Jesus, we do not give up meeting together. We still praise his name, even through dark times. Because we believe that in a time of distress, there is a wonderful counselor. We believe in a time of weakness, there is a mighty God. We believe in a time of brokenness, there is an everlasting father. And in a time of fear there is a Prince of Peace. And whatever year you've had, whatever you are feeling right now, and whatever the coming weeks and months may look like for you, there is still good news for your life. And the good news is that Jesus Christ is born for you. See, it's important that in this passage of Isaiah, that Isaiah, the Hebrew prophet who, does the, who prophesied of the coming king, when he reveals the name, he is everlasting father. He's not confusing the Messiah with the first person of the Trinity, God the Father. But it is the character of Jesus that leads us to come in, into a relationship with the everlasting father's presence and love. And that's what I want to focus on with you just this morning. On why Christ is born for us. Firstly, Christ is born to reveal the Father's everlasting presence. Isaiah 7, 14, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and he will be called Emmanuel. And this name, Emmanuel, means God with us. God wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. And the truth is, he is with us. See, sometimes we can find ourselves so busy doing stuff in this season, even, even being so busy doing things for God, that we forget that his gift was to be present with us. God is with us. 
And the presence of God has come to earth to demonstrate how much he wants to be with us and to also show how much he wants us to be with him. See, in life, we are drawn to people who we like. We draw near to the people who may have the similar kind of humor, hobbies, lifestyle. We come close with the ones where we can be really ourselves with. Christ is born to meet with you just because it's you. Christ is born to be with you because he made you. You are created by him. And the word which is Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us to show how much he wants us to be in relationship with him. God loves us so much that he has made a way to give more of himself for us so that we can have a relationship with him. Christ is born to come close to each and every one of us. Yet there are times in life where we feel like God is so distant. We feel that he's so far away and we can feel alone. And I'm sure Mary and Joseph would have had many moments where God may have seemed distant, and this moment of Jesus about to be born must have been one of them. See, if we look at the situation Mary and Joseph are in, the birth of Jesus did not come at the best of times. Mary's home is is in Nazareth, but because of this census Caesar Augustus has made, she's now in Bethlehem with Joseph. Mary's not at home and she's wandering around Bethlehem with Joseph. Now God decides, yeah, now is the time for the baby to be born. Perfect. Not at home, wandering around, feeling helpless and hopeless and trying to get things sorted. And now it's the time. A young Mary and Joseph are doing the very best to find somewhere to stay anywhere. People are not letting letting them in. Bit rude, innit? Um, nobody else is helping them out. They must have felt so alone and afraid, but they did what they could and battled through their circumstances to engage with the presence of God. See, can you believe that God is with you when there is nothing there but you? Can you believe that God will still pull me through difficult situations when you feel right up against it? Can you believe that God still wants to do life with us even when we've let him down time and time again? I want to say you can believe because Jesus Christ is born to reveal the Father's everlasting presence. And in those moments, God seems distant. He may just be about to reveal his presence in an unexpected time, in an unexpected place, and in an unexpected way. But it requires us to keep drawing near to him, to keep going, to just do what we can in those moments when it's hard. Mary and Joseph did what they could. She, I mean, Mary wrapped him up in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. God never leaves you. It might feel at times that he has left us, and it's not about feeling when it comes to the Christian faith. It's all about believing. The Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. So it's not all about feeling. It's all about believing who has been given to us. Christ is born to reveal God the Father's everlasting presence. He is with you and the promise still stands over your life. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So I want to encourage you this morning, wherever you are in your journey of life, wherever you are in journey of faith, explore a little bit. Draw near to the one who has drawn near to you.
they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. His name shall be Everlasting Father. Secondly, Christ is born to reveal the Father's everlasting love. Jesus says in his ministry that he and the Father are one. He, he tells his, his followers, No one understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. See, if we are to come to know the love of God the Father, when we need to look at the person who he sent for us, Christ the Son. Jesus is the image of God. It is Jesus alone that makes the Father known, and Jesus is that no one can come to the Father except through him. He will be called Everlasting Father. And the Bible says, how great is the love the Father has over us. He's lavished his love over us, and we are called children of God, and that is who we are. This love is constant. This love has no end. It is vast. It is powerful. It is a love that saves. It is a love that has been revealed to us, and it is a love which is for us. And this love has always been and always will be for you. Some of you might be hearing this message for a thousandth time. Some of you might be hearing this message for the first time. For me personally, as I come to the message of hearing how much God loves for me, I'm in awe of that love. And since becoming a father recently, I've just been, once again, just blown away by the love that God has for me. It's great that my beautiful daughter is here this morning, Adria. And I can't explain to you... Sorry. Oh, wow. I was just getting into something then, Roy. Where am I? We're covered in mess. We're covered in shame. We might be covered in guilt because of the things we get wrong. But God says, I love you. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. I adore you. I want to do life with you. There is no love like the love the Father has over your life. And it is everlasting. It does not stop. It is constant. It is constantly overflowing. It doesn't matter about your past. It doesn't matter what you have done. The love the Father has for you does not change. It is everlasting, and he wants you to come into his presence. He wants you to come into that love. God loves you today, and that is good news for your life. For God so loved the world. 
that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. This love can dwell in your hearts this season for unto us a child is born, a son is given and it's all here. It all starts here. The birth of Jesus. Forgiveness is found here. Hope is there. Peace is there. Grace is there. Love is there. It's all found through this child. And this Christmas, I want to encourage you to start at the manger and to keep on following the life of Jesus. Maybe you not really know what the person of Jesus is all about, but I encourage you this morning to start at the manger. For unto us a child is born. But I need to also tell you to do not stop at the manger. You've got to follow the life of Jesus. Because he grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. He was drawn to many people. He, he did ridiculous things. People that were thinking, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you speaking to that person? Why are you going to that person's house? Pharisees, leaders at the time. They were not a fan of him because he was doing ridiculous stuff, things that they were unheard of, things that they, sh- he, they thought they shouldn't be doing. Spent time with sinners, tax collectors, Samaritans, women, culture at the time, unheard of. Jesus grew like no other, and he was perfect in every way. But I want to say, do not stop at the manger. Follow the life of Jesus. Crowds was drawn to him. Crowds were praising him for who he was. They thought they were going to save them from Roman oppression at the time. But those crowds that were following him soon betrayed him, shouting, crucify him. And this child who started life on earth in a manger died on the cross for you and for me. There's no other love than the love the Father has for us. Starting life in the manger on earth and fulfilling his mission here on the cross. He was betrayed by one of his close friends. He was beaten. He was mocked, spat on, and died in the most horrific way for you and for me. And that is because of all the wrong that we get wrong. All the sin, all the shame. And we can find grace this Christmas time. Grace has been poured into our life. And he has a name, and it is the name Jesus. Jesus said that I have come so that you may have life and have life to the full. Because he is our everlasting father, we can have everlasting life. And Jesus not only died on the cross, but he rose again. Because the Bible says it was impossible for death to keep him down. The grave could not hold him. The enemy couldn't keep him down. Jesus is alive, and we believe today that he is alive by his spirit, and he is with us. He will be called Everlasting Father. 
and he is called Everlasting Father to reveal the Father's everlasting presence and to reveal the Father's everlasting love. Wherever you're at today, you can come into relationship with God. And I'm just going to close my message in a few moments. But I just want to close with this story. In the, in the story what Jesus tells in Luke 15. See, there are times that we may feel that God is distant, but actually it's us that's been distant with him. And there's a story in Luke 15 which Jesus explains about the lost son. And the lost son um, asked for um, his money from his father and he felt like he can go and do everything, everything he wants, go and live by himself. He squandered all of his money and he hit an all-time low thinking he could do life by himself. But the Bible says in this story that he came to his senses and he returned back to the Father. And I love this beautiful picture as it explains in Luke 15. As the son was coming back, the father saw him at a distance. And when the father saw him, he ran towards him with his arms open wide and hugged him and kissed him. What a beautiful story. He is called Everlasting Father. Christ is born to reveal the uh, Everlasting Father's love. And so when we come back to him, he's running towards us with his arms open wide, wanting to hug you, wanting to hold you and say, I love you. You are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are mine. I've created you. I want to do life with you. That's good news for us today. And so wherever you are at in your journey, I want to encourage you to explore more about the person of Jesus. You can do that through an Alpha course, and um, we host that twice a year. You can do that by connecting with other people in the life of the church. Come and speak to Pastor Andy and myself and some of the staff and leadership team. We want to talk to you more about Jesus. But I want to say that there's good news for you today. Christ is born for you. Christ died for you. Christ is alive and can be alive in you. Amen. Mary treasured all these moments that were going on and pondered them in her heart. This season, take some time to think about this, this message, this, the real heart of Christmas. Ponder them in your heart and see what God wants to do in you and through you. I'm going to ask the band to come up. We're going to sing this song, Oh Holy Night. But I want to pray this prayer over you guys this morning. Christ is born to reveal the Father's everlasting presence. Christ is born to reveal the Father's everlasting love. And just take a moment right now to just, maybe just settle your hearts and just be quiet in in your spirit as I pray this over you right now. I pray this Christmas time that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. 
and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen.